Welcome to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney. This is episode number 109 of the podcast. And in this edition of the podcast, I'm talking about the Titans giving star running back Derrick Henry a four-year contract extension. And I believe this is one of my favorite contracts given out so far this offseason because I believe this man has earned this money. I would have been upset if Derrick Henry had to play for the tag for the next two seasons. It's a four-year year $50 million contract $25 million guaranteed like this deal makes sense for both sides for me the deal is obvious Henry is 26 years old and is coming off his best season he had a league leading 16 rushing touchdowns and 1540 rushing yards he had 12 touchdowns the year before he is an elite running back this idea that you should never pay a running back only works if your best player is not your running back. Derrick Henry is absolutely the best player on the Tennessee Titans. They don't beat the Patriots. They don't go on a playoff run if Derrick Henry is not having an historic season. We are so obsessed with quarterbacks as a society that we think the biggest thing that happened with the Titans last year was them benching Mariota and naming Ryan Tannehill as their starter. And yes, that was a big moment in their season. They probably don't win that playoff game if Marcus Mariota is their quarterback. But Derrick Henry had just a bigger part, if not bigger, than Tannehill. He was their best player. He was their main offensive weapon. And in theory, that sounds nice to have Derrick Henry just play for the franchise tag. But come on, the guy earned that contract. He had the best season of any member of the Tennessee Titans. He deserves to be paid. He deserves it. There's this idea that yes, it sounds great to have him play under the contract tag, but you really want to have a contract dispute with your best player. Like financially, maybe it does make sense to just franchise him and wait for him to become bad all of a sudden. But emotionally and for your team's sake, I think the best thing for the Tennessee Titans is to pay Derrick Henry because their best chance of winning a Super Bowl is to have Derrick Henry at his best and actually like being a member of that team. One of the annoying things about the Tennessee Titans offseason, it's been all about Mike Vrabel and it's all been about Ryan Tannehill. Like, I get that he's the young next upcoming head coach, and I get that Ryan Tannehill is the quarterback, but to me, the best player and the reason that the Tennessee Titans were good last season was because of Derrick Henry. We all watched him go on fire during that postseason. He was the reason that the Tennessee Titans were special at all last year. So this idea that their future would be bright without him, I think is ridiculous. I think in the long term, they need Derrick Henry to be an elite star running back because I see him as an elite running back. I do not see Ryan Tannehill as an elite quarterback. The situation for Ryan Tannehill was perfect because the best player on the team was a running back. Quarterbacks play a lot better when they are playing with elite running backs. Look at the drop off between Jared Goff when he's playing with an elite Todd Gurley and then last season where he really doesn't have Todd Gurley, he's not that same guy. Because without those star running backs, all that pressure is put on the quarterback. And these guys, Jared Goff's of the world, the Ryan Tannehill's of the world, they are not Patrick Mahomes. We might obsess over them the same way that we obsess over Patrick Mahomes, but they're not those same guys. Those are two middle-tier quarterbacks that need a star running back to be a member of their team because they cannot carry the team. Ryan Tannehill will not carry the Tennessee Titans to a Super Bowl on his own. He needs a star running back like Derrick Henry to be there or it's not going to happen for him. 
but also Derrick Henry is only 26 years old and he is getting better each and every season he is in the NFL. He will be 30 by the end of this contract. When is the time where most NFL running backs begin to falter? Yes, there have been some teams that have benefited by not paying their running backs big amount of money. The Cowboys didn't pay DeMarco Murray. The Steelers didn't pay Le'Veon Bell and the Chargers didn't pay Melvin Gordon and they were fine. And some teams that did end up paying their running backs big money have suffered like the Cardinals with David Johnson and the Rams with Todd Gurley. But I believe it's a case-by-case basis. And I believe that those contracts didn't work out because the Rams gave Todd Gurley a six-year contract. It's way too long for a running back. This is only a four-year deal. I believe a four-year deal is the perfect kind of contract for running backs. Once you get in that six-year territory, that's where you're going to have gigantic fall-offs year from year. The Todd Gurley contract and even the Ezekiel Elliott contract, those are way too massive for running backs. When I see those kind of contracts, I do think to myself, wow, I would not want to give a running back that kind of money because as valuable as Ezekiel Elliott and Todd Gurley are in the moment, they can drop off super fast and we don't see that from other positions. That's why the running back position is scary. That LaDainian Tomlinson can be a guy who can score 25 touchdowns in a season and then three years later, he could kind of be washed up. That's the scary thing about the position is guys that can look legendary in the moment and they can be bad. And that's why the quarterback position is easier to pay because we know year to year, Tom Brady is going to be elite. Drew Brees is going to be elite. With the running back position, you are basically just guessing. There is a real possibility in two years, Derrick Henry is not the same guy. And it's probably likely. But in my mind, he earned that money by having his best year ever. And he's improved each and every year he's been in the National Football League. He deserved that contract. It's a good look for the Titans to give Derrick Henry that money. And if you don't and you just franchise him, guess what you get? You get the Le'Veon Bell situation with the Steelers, where each and every year the two sides are wasting their times arguing about money and not thinking about football. I think Le'Veon Bell would still be an elite running back if he were a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers. If those two sides had worked out their differences and come up with a number that made sense, guess what? The Steelers would probably still be contenders because they would still have Big Ben and Le'Veon Bell. They would still have an elite running back. They should have come to terms on a shorter term agreement. The two sides should have come together, but the dispute and the argument about the contract is what broke them apart. That's why the Titans should have paid Derrick Henry, and that's why they did, because you don't want that nonsense to get in the way of your up-and-coming football team. This is where the contracts for running backs should go. Four years. Look at the Christian McCaffrey deal. He got a four-year, $64 million deal. It's brilliant because he's their best player. It's a lot of money. He's young, but it's not a massive long-term commitment. Four years deals are perfect for the running back position because they pay him at an elite level but the years don't have to be so long term. You think in six years Christian McCaffrey is still going to be one of the best running backs in the league but you don't know the answer. In four years yes even that's kind of long but still you have to make that kind of commitment to that kind of player because he's earned that money. He's a unique talent and the same goes for Derrick Henry. The Titans should bank on the fact that Derrick Henry should remain an elite level running back for at least the next three years so you give him that fourth year and you hope he remains the guy that he is today. I understand the argument against paying running backs
quarterbacks. The greatest dynasty of this past decade has been the New England Patriots, and they have not paid a running back huge amounts of money. They have tons of running backs. They treat them like it's a replaceable position, but that's because Bill Belichick is an elite head coach, and while Mike Vrabel is really good, guess what he has going for him? He's got Derrick Henry. That's what he has. He's a young coach. He needs that position to be at that elite level because he doesn't have that quarterback that's elite. And maybe now that Bill Belichick doesn't have Tom Brady, maybe even he will need to pay that position more than what he's been doing. It's about what you have that lets you decide whether or not you should pay that position a lot of money. The Cowboys made a decision that they had to give Ezekiel Elliott six years and $90 million. And guess who they're having a dispute over not paying? Dak Prescott. So they believe Ezekiel Elliott is more important to their team than Dak Prescott. If the best position on your team is the running back position, you're going to have to pay that guy a big contract. If you have... Drew Brees on your team for a long time, you don't have to pay running backs elite level contracts. But I'll say this, not paying guys, teams have suffered from that. The Packers should have won more championships if they had signed a good enough running back. Aaron Rodgers has not played with elite running backs and now he has one in Aaron Jones and it might be too late in his career for them to win a Super Bowl together. I think this idea that you shouldn't pay running backs have caused friction between running backs and in their teams, like Melvin Gordon and the Chargers. Like, what if the Chargers had had Melvin Gordon from the get-go last season? Maybe they would have had a better season last year. Le'Veon Bell with the Steelers. I mean, you cannot have these arguments with these players because you're arguing about the position and not even looking at the player as a player. You're just going by this idea, I shouldn't be paying a running back like this. I shouldn't be paying him long-term because he's a running back. No, it should be a player by player basis. I mean, look at Adrian Peterson. He's in his mid-30s and he's still kind of a good quality running back. Frank Gore can still put up some solid numbers game to game. I mean, there are these guys that can last longer than 30 years old and they can still put up quality numbers. The Cowboys were kind of smart when they didn't pay DeMarco Murray because they said to themselves, he's just putting up these numbers because of our offensive line. I mean, there are some guys that are putting up massive numbers because of their offensive line. I don't feel like Derrick Henry is in that category. I feel like he could put up numbers on a lot of different football teams. Overall, I feel like it would have just been a bad look if you had paid Ryan Tannehill all of that money and didn't pay Derrick Henry. I just think that's a bad look for your organization. Sometimes I think you need to just look back at things and go, wow, this would look bad if we just ended up franchising this guy for two years and then got rid of him. We need to make a commitment to this guy because he put up numbers and he got us to a position that nobody thought we would get to where we actually beat the New England Patriots in a playoff game. That would have been a bad look if we had paid that guy, Ryan Tannehill, who played like 11 games for us, who was pretty decent down the stretch and didn't pay the guy in Derrick Henry, who we drafted, developed, and has gotten better each and every season. Like sometimes it just doesn't look good when you don't pay the guy. I get it that financially it may 
make sense not to pay him. And the Patriots, a team like that, probably wouldn't pay Derrick Henry. They would just franchise him. But for a team like the Titans, I just think it makes sense long term to have Derrick Henry locked in. This contract is also really good for both sides. Henry is paid like a top five running back, $12.5 million a year, and the Titans are paying him less than guys like Le'Veon Bell and David Johnson, who each make over $13 million a year. And at this point, Derrick Henry is way better than both of those players. Who would you rather have, Le'Veon Bell or Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry is the correct answer. Injury-prone David Johnson or Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry is the correct answer. So again, the Titans really didn't break the bank. Derrick Henry is not the highest paid running back in the game. He's paid at an affordable $12 million, which by the way, he's definitely earned that money. If you watch any of the Titans during the postseason, you know Derrick Henry was basically unstoppable. You knew the Titans game plan was we are going to run a lot with Derrick Henry. And they were still able to have enormous amounts of success defeating the Patriots. I just don't think there should be one set rule for how you pay a running back. I think it should be like all types of positions, a case-by-case basis. And in this case, the Titans' best player is Derrick Henry, and he is coming off of his best season yet. 16 touchdowns and 1,540 rushing yards. He had a massive season. He was arguably the best run back in the sport. The Titans would have gotten nowhere close to where they got to without him on the team. I think there is more risk in them giving a massive contract to Ryan Tannehill. I mean, this is a guy the Dolphins bet a massive amount of money on, and in the end, did he really work out? I think the answer to that question is no. Then he comes to the Titans, he wins the job, he wins a playoff game, and now he is the savior. He gets a big contract. I just find the quarterback contracts to be ridiculous at times, and yet we fight over the running back contracts. Well, this is a really bad idea for the Titans to be paying Derrick Henry. This is a really bad idea for the Cowboys to be signing Ezekiel Elliott. Guess what? Some of these quarterback contracts are insane. Take Teddy Bridgewater, for instance. Yeah, he was really good on a very elite Saints team that had Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara. Will he be that same guy on the Panthers team? And guess what? If he is that same guy, it will be because of Christian McCaffrey. That's the important position on that team. That's why McCaffrey is paid like he's paid. But again, some of these quarterback contracts, I think, are just the same amount of risk. You don't know that Ryan Tannehill will be able to be up to the challenge year in and year out. There are those same question marks. I just feel it's more of a luxury that you get to ignore the running back position and not pay them a lot of money. Like when you have Tom Brady, it's so easy not to pay guys a huge amount of money. And the guys that you do have, like James White, you can think of those guys as replaceable. You don't have to give them the same kind of contracts they would be getting somewhere else. Because I think somewhere else, James White would be paid a heavy amount by how good he is. Like he's kind of a mini Christian McCaffrey. He's not that same level of player, but he's somewhere in between that like he should be making more than he's making with the Patriots but again because he's on the Patriots they don't have to value the same like another team would value a guy like because the Chiefs are going to have Patrick Mahomes for the next decade they don't need to pay a guy a running back that kind of money they'll probably never pay a running back 50 million dollars in the Patrick Mahomes era because they have Patrick Mahomes I think is a luxury to ignore the running back 
position. But I think in some cases, that luxury has been abused by teams like the Packers. Again, just because you have Aaron Rodgers does not mean you should not pay the running back position and does not mean you should not have a quality running back. Some of these teams could have won championships if they had elite running backs. The Packers are on that top of that list. They would have more than one Super Bowl if they had an elite running back to go along with Aaron Rodgers. And again, now that they have Aaron Jones, it might be too late. I mean, come on, you can't just ignore the position. For the running back position, I don't think the argument should be about the money. It should be about the length. Like, it should never go over four years. And if it gets to five, like, I, maybe I do it considering who you are. Like, if it's a Zio Elliott, maybe I'll give you a five-year deal. But we need to stop giving running backs six-year deals because Todd Gurley hasn't worked out and Ezekiel Elliott hasn't been playing at that same level like he was before that six-year deal. Like, I just think you can't guess that a running back is going to be good in six years. Now, some people will say, well, Cam, you can't uh, you can't guess that Derrick Henry will be that good in four years. That's true, but it's not the same type of commitment money-wise. I mean, they're giving Ezekiel Elliott $90 million. The Titans are giving Henry 50 with only $25 million of it guaranteed. And in comparison, they are giving quarterback Ryan Tannehill $62 million guaranteed. That is the risk that the Titans are doing this offseason, not the Derrick Henry contract. I think in comparison, that's the safer bet that Derrick Henry will be elite year after year after year than if Ryan Tannehill will be. The only difference is that Ryan Tannehill plays the quarterback position that you believe he'll never have a huge drop-off, and the fear is that Derrick Henry will have a huge drop-off. And I understand that fear, but still, it seems so ridiculous that a guy just waltzes in, plays 11 games, and gets more money than your best player on the team. I think the NFL has it backwards when it comes to this position. Derrick Henry is not being judged by his stats. He is being judged by the history of the position. I mean, again, they're looking at all those bad contracts and going like, we can't have that happen to us. And they're not looking at him as a player, as a guy who's coming off a season where he got 16 touchdowns for the team and is the reason that they were good in the first place. Ryan Tannehill has just received his second mega contract. And guess what? This is the only one that Derrick Henry will probably ever see at his position unless he becomes like those guys like Frank Gore, like Adrian Peterson. Unless he has a second step to his career, this is the only big contract that Derrick Henry is only ever going to receive. And I think a majority of the reason of that is because of the history of the position. It has nothing to do with Derrick Henry and all to do with our fears of a running back aging into his 30s. It's going to be interesting to see where these contracts go for running backs moving forward. Will the Giants pay Saquon Barkley a six-year contract or will they go shorter like the McCaffrey deal? Go the four-year route because in both sides get what they want. Running backs want to be on the team more than a year or two and the teams want them to be on the team without giving them a massive long-term commitment. I think four years is the way to go for these contracts. You should never go over four years with these contracts. Again, if you have a unique talent like Ezekiel Elliott or even Todd Gurley in the moment, it can look so good to give them that six-year deal because you're looking at them and you're going, wow, this is one of the best players in the NFL and maybe in the history of the NFL at the time. But again, they won't outlast those contracts. Todd Gurley was like, what, into year two or three of his contracts? 
contract and it's already over with the Rams in the moment it can look like Todd Gurley will last forever but in reality he won't that's why that contract should have been four years not six the last thing I'll say about Derrick Henry and the Titans is that moving forward they look like a team that will compete long term they have their young head coach and Mike Vrabel they have their quarterback locked up in Ryan Tannehill and now they have their star running back in Derrick Henry for at least the next four years and it's looking like the Titans will be a competitive team for the next few seasons at least I mean this year we're going to see if last year was a fluke for the Titans or if they're really here to stay because they have no excuses again they have a coach they have a quarterback and they have a running back so only time will tell if the Titans are for real so next year will be a very important and exciting year for the Titans and I'm just glad that they paid Derrick Henry because he deserved it thanks for listening to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast I'm Cam McKinney there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes so please rate review and subscribe